Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah, I want to play with M. Jordan. I wanted one to play with M. Jordan, so I'm taking B.J. Armstrong out. I want to play. I want to play with the greats like that, man. That would have been awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, the God Point God of New York City basketball, Kenny Anderson. Where would you be, and where would your life be if you didn't have basketball? <laughs> I, I, me personally, I, I tell you, I think about it often sometimes. Yeah. I'll probably be right back in the hood. Yeah. I'll probably be back in the hood in Left Rack City working yep. something. I don't know. I'll be doing something. Because I have a I had a good mind. I don't know. I'll be working. Yeah. For Nine sure. to five. I'll still be in yeah. Queens somewhere. That's right. <laughs> I say that I think about that all the time too, man. It's like, you know, if I wasn't playing basketball, it's like, all right, well, Shit, I'd be around. Maybe I'd be around basketball. I'd be working. I'd be doing yeah. something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, um, like, talk about, like, you had Georgia Tech, right? You had the story career in New York. Yeah. You know, you coming up under the seeds of all these dope point guards. Then you get to Georgia Tech. You adjust. You figure it out. Then you leave your sophomore year, right? Yeah. And you go to the NBA draft. Talk about that moment. Yeah, that moment was crazy because I knew I was able to gonna be able to take care of my mother. Yeah. And I knew, you know, I was going to I, I knew I thought I was going to Sacramento because uh-huh. I talked to them. Uh I went on a visit to Sacramento, California. Right. They had the third pick. Uh-huh. So I didn't know I was going to New Jersey number two. <laughs> I, I, I had I was I had it in my I was like maybe you never know. Yeah. But uh, New Jersey took me at uh, number two. Willis Reed was the general manager. It was awesome, man. Yeah. It was like home right across the bridge. Right. It was, it was just it was just an awesome feat going to the pros and uh, being able to take care of my mother, yeah. and that was awesome. Yeah. What What was that? Uh, where was the draft at that year? It was at the garden. It was it was Come crazy. On, dude. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, you holding out, dog. <laughs> you holding out. You holding out, man. Where was the draft? You were from <laughs> New York. You come back home. What yeah, are we was, doing? What was it yeah. like? Yo, it was it was it was it was crazy. It was a movie. It was a movie. Hey, bro, right. You in the garden. You from you know what I mean? You from Queens, right? Yep. It was you awesome. went to Art Bishop Malloy, everybody, everybody from the Rucker, and then you get drafted yep. to the New Jersey Nets. It's an awesome feeling, man. I thought, <laughs> it was an awesome feeling, but I thought we we, we, we was right there. I got a uh, um, wrist injury. Drive the pitcher died in the yeah, car crash. Yeah, Jerry yeah. Coleman. We was going to roll to the east. Yeah. That's when Michael Jordan was winning everything. But yeah. we was we was going. Y'all we was, was on his neck. Up. Yeah, y'all was going to give him a time. Yes. Yep. I feel like y'all had the team. Y'all was like y'all had the talent, man, and it yep. was just like 
You know, you see that, and you know, it's just a lot of times just the nature of the league, right? Yeah, and then, that's just it. Yeah, it's just the nature of the league, the rhythm yep. of the league. Rest in peace to Drazen, one of the best to ever do it, and I don't think people give him enough roses. Yeah, Derek Coleman as well. You know what I mean? And um, yep. you know, sometimes like it's like it's going, and then like it's like what the fuck just happened? Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? It's crazy. And and. I think it's more so like, and you can probably speak to this, is just it's the rhythm of being a pro. Like one year can yeah. be great. The next year it's like the same team yeah. and one thing is off. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, I think, uh, I think the harder you, the harder you work, the luckier you, you are. Yeah, for sure. And, 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 and the lead, as you know, it's just, it's a long, hard summer season. you got to work hard, man, in the NBA. Because that is your job, right. and that and I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't work hard. I was up and down with it. Yeah, I was up and down with it, and yep. that's what hurt me in the league. And with up you, and down, yeah. not not working hard every summer. I would work out, but I wouldn't do it as hard as I could. Right, and that's just life. That's what. That, yeah, you know, for that's sure. Just life. And it's that's also, life. you know, it's also with great talent comes great responsibility. Yep. And when yep. you're so talented, you yep. know, if you it, like, you can work at a level, you know what I mean, and still be yep. great, but it's like there's also like a, a a work ethic that is like a master level, you know what I mean? That it's like yeah. damn can I like like I would say like I would say, you know, you out west, you know like rest in peace Kobe Bryant. Yeah. His work ethic was second to none. Yeah, right. That's what he he just played ball. But you have That's to be you have to be I say you have to be insane. Yeah, or yes, a complete <laughs> mad scientist and a genius yeah. to get to that, right? Yes, yes. Because you like, really do. Yeah. Then Michael Jordan, right? LeBron's getting there. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the. I'm just talking about work ethic. Yeah, don't, and, don't like die. preservation. You know what I mean? And those guys were sick with it. Yeah. And those dudes played. They, you know what I mean? They played. They played on a high level, so they yeah. injury capacity. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Like these fools can come back from crazy ass injuries because yeah. of the capacity, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. that they built. Man, yeah. who who are who who like okay, so you're in Jersey, right? And then like you go to Boston. Yeah. Right? What was that trans what was that transition like, you know, going from uh, a promising East Coast team to like a team that sucked? You know yeah, what I mean? when, I, when I went to Boston, we was rough, you know. Yeah. Um, um, you know, we, we were struggling. Rick Matino was coach. He's a great coach, but he had the different uh, mindset about pro basketball at yeah. the time, the pressing and all that. Then Jim O'Brien took over, and um, it was great for a year and a year and a half. We would started playing better. You know, we had some great talent. Yeah, we had some yeah. great times, and y'all had a y'all had a great team. Yeah. Right. Team. I felt I felt like you guys were the um like the we believe warriors of the Celtics. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that we kind of reached out like we was like your team, yeah. the Warriors. We were just like y'all was out west, we was in the east. Yeah. That's it. We we had a very close knit team. Yep. We did everything together. We played hard, we practiced hard, yep. and we hung out and had fun together. Yep. I'm telling you, everybody enjoyed themselves. Yeah, and I think that's what, you know, because I always say, like, our We Believe team, we ain't win the championship. But we kind of, like, broke the mold. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Where it was like, yo, you can have fun doing this shit, right? Yeah. It's a different level of fandom. And it's like sometimes you got to have them teams that the fans love that's like, yo, I remember, like, they just brought some shit together. You know what I yeah. mean? And, like, the magic happened, but you just didn't get over the hump. <clears throat> but that also is the momentum that the Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. the team got smarter, right? Yeah. The, the organization got smarter. The organization saw like we there is like we can get back to this precedent. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, you orchestrated that team with Paul. You got Antoine Walker. You know what I mean? Walter McCarty. You know yeah. what I mean? You got uh, what's my boy uh, in the middle? Uh, Vitaly Palapinko. Palapinko. Uh, Tony <laughs> Batiste. Tony Batiste, my dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Eric Williams was a dog for you. Yeah, Eric Williams got defensive <laughs> stop. Hey, bro, he played the yeah. that's my guy. Yeah, had Adrian Griffin. Yeah, had Adrian Griffin. He was another yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember that squad. Y'all had a squad, man. Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. You know, and then just talk about like, you know, like you play for some dope organizations. You know, you played and you play well in, you know, New Jersey, Boston. Yeah, New Jersey. You yeah, know what I mean? Boston. Yep. Uh, then, Portland Trailblazers, but it was hot. That's when I whoa, moved to LA. Yeah. And Portland, we was good, very good. Yeah, but, it was nice. Yeah, but, uh, you know, but changes came. They wanted changes. Yeah. And that's yeah. what happened. But that's had a NBA squad. for you. Yeah, it's just like, you just never know where you're going to go, when yep. you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? As a point guard, like, I love what you said. Is like I feel like every city you went to, you embraced that city. And you yeah. gave them you. You know what I mean? Yep. And it opened and up the door. I, I sit down and I think about not playing for one team, like, my whole career. I didn't. Yeah. And you know what? I, I'm I'm glad I did. I'm glad I got to see the different worlds, different side of of, of, of the world, yep. different um, the mentality of different cultures and everything. Because it's helping me now dealing with the, the game of basketball, but also the game of life. It's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad I went through what I've been through because it's helping me so much. Absolutely, and and you never stop learning. You yeah, know what I mean? And I think that's. That's the beauty of, you know, who you are. It's like you constantly absorbing everything around you and also setting a standard while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, here's, a, here's a question. If you could come up with your list of your favorite New York point guards. Oh, okay. Right? But you can only – you're building one point guard, Right? And so you have to use the qualities of the New York point guards uh, to build one point guard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to let you yeah, go with I, that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so my jump shooter, my jump shooter, I'm, I'm point guard, but I'm building yeah. him. So I have to have the Kitty Smith jump shot. Yeah, okay. Yep. I got to have his wet jump shot. <laughs> yeah, okay. My passing guy, my passing ability, no, I'm going with Mark Jackson. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, passing got to be Mark Jackson. For sure. 
and my trick shots and just the all out hardcore. Yeah. Raw strict. Raw strict. Yo, and he lay you with the left, lay yeah. you with the right. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't shoot as well as Kenny Smith. Yeah. And he, you know, with the passing, he could pass. Yeah. But I, I get an edge to Mark Jackson. Yeah. But Rod Strickland was that playmaker. You yeah. know, those three-point guards, they, 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 they have everything yeah. that, that you wanted in, in, in a game. Oh, my, in my gosh. Game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, if you were building your perfect point guard, yeah. who would, you know, uh, incorporating all the NBA point guards in history. Oh, now? How, yeah, you got five oh, attributes to take from whomever to build this point guard, who would it be? Um, oh, man, I'm going with my favorite of all time. I love Tiny Archibald. Okay. So I got to put him in there. Okay. Uh, his quickness. His quickness. Got it. And he's left-handed just like me. Yep. Tiny's quickness. You got Tiny Archibald quickness. I got to go with, like, I got shooting, shooting. I got to put in shooting, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going with my guy, Kenny Smith, again. Okay, for sure, so, Kenny because Smith. He can shoot the rock. He can yeah. shoot the rock. Yeah. And, and and passing, I just I, I I'm going. I love Mark Jackson's passing yeah, ability. For sure. So. Yeah. For sure. So. Yeah. And I'm going. I'm going with my guy. You know, with truly hard point guard, strong, <laughs> everything. Ross Trick. Ross Trick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I got to keep it 100. Uh, oh, you got yeah. That's why you're the New York point guy. You feel me? <laughs> For real. All right, you got one more attribute to add. Oh, the flamboyancy. The flamboyancy. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go, I'm gonna put Pearl in there. Pearl Wash the rest of the Inside change from Pearl Washington. Yeah. Inside change. Oh, is that where you got it from? The floater. Inside change of Pearl Washington. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was sick like that, dude. Is would you yeah. say he one of your favorite players that yeah. you watched growing up? Yeah, well, I watched growing up. He was one of my favorite. Pearl Washington was awesome. Inside change to the floater. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, so you know, growing up in the New York era, you know what I mean, of hip-hop, the epicenter, like the birth of hip-hop and storytellers and all these dope rappers and icons now, if you were to compare your style to your three favorite artists, it could be music, painter, you know, actor, whatever it is, what would Kenny Anderson's style be if you were describing in three different artists, I ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. Rakim, baby. Right. Rakim. Rakim. I, yo, I used to love his album, man. I sing yeah. that song. I ain't no joke to my son. And you know, I got soul. Yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> you got you, it. You, you got, got it. it. Come on, dude. Come on. You know, I wish I wish I was singing all the rap. Yeah. From our, uh, from oh, all Kim. day, all day, all day. We really fuck with Rock Cam out here. I was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he the god. All right, that's one. And um, uh, I, I like um, uh, I go uh, Chaos One, man. Chaos right. One. Yep. 
my philosophy and all that. Yeah, yeah. LL Cool J, yeah, my man. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going with LL Cool yeah, J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one, when I was in college, the one song, Mama Said Knock You Out, which yeah. got hit. He won a Grammy on that. That was oh, crazy. That, so, Mama Said Knock You Out. So, that was so, crazy. So I would say you got your game is the edge and the essence of Rakim meets yeah. the philosophy and the yeah. intellect of KRS-One. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, the smooth, uh, like, change of pace, yeah. different vibes of an LL. Correct? Uh, you hit it right on the nose. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it, man. That's it. Yo, 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 we got to tap in real quick. We, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. All right, now here's a question. You play for multiple different teams in the league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you could have took one point guard off a team that you wanted to play on and put yourself there, who yeah. would it have been? When I played? Yep. You'd be like, oh, man, like when I like I always say, like, all right, I take Tony Parker. I want to play with Tim Duncan. Yeah. I take Tony. Yeah, I want to play with M. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I want to play with M. Jordan, so I'm taking B.J. Armstrong out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to go, B.J. <laughs> I want to play I want to play with the great like yeah. that, man. Yeah. That would have been awesome. But I do want to talk about, you know, you now going to coach at a HBCU. Right. And what that means to you. And like, what is, you know, what is your legacy as this point God, as you continue to articulate it? What does that mean? You know, landing at Fisk and looking at these young black men, you know, and once again, having this responsibility, right. As a coach, you know, to get, to get the best out of them. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's awesome, man. Becoming a, uh, HBCU coach at, at at Fisk University, well well rounded academically. It's mm-hmm. a great school, but they want to bring the the basketball uh, basketball, soccer, women's basketball, volleyball, golf. They were trying to bring it up, man, and uh, it's it's, uh, it's great for me being in Nashville, and I'm I'm, I'm helping that cause. Yeah. So I'm hoping I could do it. You know, I've been here for three, about four years, but uh, last year the, 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 we canceled the whole season. So three years and counting, and um, you know, I got a whole new ball club now with freshmen and uh, a couple of juniors and one senior. So it's a whole new team. And um, I, I love coaching, man. Not just coaching basketball, but coaching these young men about life. Right. And that's what I'm able to do. And they and they know me now, but they did. Their mothers and father knew me, yeah, but they yeah, did. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, so it's kind of interesting. But um, yeah, how does that feel, dude? I, like, yeah, like, do they? Yeah, it, do you have a player be like, "Hey, coach, you know, I watch your highlights," and like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Man, you know what I'm saying? They didn't know, but now they know somewhat, man. So it's interesting, man. And I say, man, that's all good. I don't care about that. I care about you, you know, trying to become the best person you could be on and off the court. Right, right. And I would say also, like, you know, just from that perspective, right? Yeah. The importance, right? Because, you know, now we see in a wave of former NBA players 
going yeah. to coach at at H, HBCUs, right? And so talk about like when you see, you know, like Mo Williams and other people like that, you know, yeah. taking jobs, like what does that mean yeah. for us and our brotherhood as, you know, uh, you know, people in the league and, and trying to do this? Yeah, it's great. It's great, man. It's awesome, but we gotta help. We gotta help more the HBCUs, black schools, because they, we don't have the funding because it's a, it's a lot different nowadays. But um, you know, I think guys they see me. I did it. I was the first coach. You know, now uh, we got Deion Sanders, yeah. Eddie George, things yeah. of that nature. But you know, I've been here for four years, and um, and I ain't get half of the publicity that these guys right. have gotten. But I really don't care about the publicity. I just want to be a part right. of um, reaching out to to my my black my black people yeah. and try to help. As yeah. much as I can. Absolutely. If that's basketball, if that's in life, that's what it's that's what it'll be. But uh I love doing what I'm doing right now. Heck yeah, man. I love that. And we here for you, Slick. You know, now that yep. we know that, we're gonna be doing uh the yep. docu we're gonna sign up and do a docu series on the team and on yep. you as a coach. Yep. You know, and we're gonna try and help you on our side with the players and bringing more resources. So, you know, this episode is dope because ladies and gentlemen. As you see, the Michelangelo of Point God, the professional, right? The architect, the painter, right? The instrument, the listener, the student, the master. In order to be a master, you have to be a student of the game. The capacity understanding there's more that you can do there's more you can build for yourself right understanding to embrace where you are no matter where you are love where you are once you give that to that place to that team to that company to that school to that energy once you give them what you possess, they're going to give that back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a calling card to the HBCU community, to the basketball community. This is a brotherhood. We need to support our brothers. We need to support these schools. Right, because we got point gods, point guiding, right, and influencing and impacting lives. Kenny Anderson, I thank you. Yep. You're a mentor, a leader, a big homie, you know what I mean? You know, and just humble to be in your presence at all time, you know what I mean, and be a witness and you know, even from high school. You know, I remember being in high school and you was like, yo, bro, if you want to borrow my Range Rover, you good. You know what I mean? And it was like, you were so cool. And I never had the opportunity to give you your roses. You know what I mean? Because we competed. And in our generation, we competed hard and we competed to like, you know, destroy each other. You know what I mean? Now that it's over, you know, here are your roses. You are Thank you, a mentor, my man. bro. 
I looked up to you, one of my favorite players of all time. I got your goddamn basketball card still. You know what I mean? And I should have had you sign it when I was on the team. <clears throat> but I probably my ego. You know what I mean? But you are the Michelangelo of point guard. Thank you. You, my man. you paint and you painted a masterpiece and you gave a style of originality, right? And a mindset and an intellect and a way to do shit that everybody from me to Steph to Iverson to Steph Curry to everybody knows who Kenny Anderson is. My man. And now everybody was here to hear from the point guard himself. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode, a great episode of Point Guard. I'm your host, Baron Davis. Shout out to iHeartMedia. And this is presented by Slick. See y'all next time. We out. Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 